Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the July 11th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. So today we're looking at 1514 through 1516 of the Catechism. Two, who receives and who administers the sacrament? In case of grave illness, 1514, the anointing of the sick is not a sacrament for those only who are on the point of death. Hence, as soon as any one of the faithful begins to be in danger of death from sickness or old age, the fitting time for him to receive the sacrament has certainly already arrived. 1515. If a sick person who received this anointing recovers his health, he can, in case of another grave illness, receive the sacrament again. If, during the same illness, the person's condition becomes more serious, the sacrament can be repeated. It is fitting to receive the anointing of the sick just prior to a serious operation. The same holds for the elderly whose frailty becomes more pronounced. Let him call for the presbyters of the church. 15. Only only priests, bishops and presbyters are ministers of the anointing of the sick. It is the duty of pastors to instruct the faithful on the benefits of the sacrament. Of the, sacrament. the faithful should encourage the sick to call for a priest to receive the sacrament. The sick should prepare themselves to receive it with good dispositions, assisted by their pastor and the whole ecclesial community which is invited to surround the sick person in a special way, through their prayers and fraternal attention. Okay, very good. So this section today is beginning to look a bit more deeply at the sacrament of the sick. And again, really looking at two things. Who can receive the sacrament? And uh, the sacrament can be received. Actually, the catechism doesn't say it, but it can, well, it does. It talks about the faithful. But uh, what this means is it can be um, received by those who are baptized and who are sick. That we can't give it to somebody who's not Christian. They have to be already uh, initiated Christian. They have to be at least baptized. Again, preferably they'll have received their confirmation and the first communion. But somebody who is baptized can receive the sacrament. Um, again, pastorally speaking, it's a good idea that they can also receive the um the sacrament of penance at the same time if the priest is coming to visit them they can receive the sacrament of penance and if they're able to eat to receive the uh, the eucharist as well it's good to receive as many sacraments as we as we are able to um so this this is for those who are in grave illness so as i as i said yesterday more or less the same today it's for those who are sick not those who have um something very temporary very minor you know, it's not for somebody, uh, I don't know, somebody who has a nosebleed. You know, it needs to be something more than this. But on the other hand, it is for people who are, uh, again, we shouldn't wait till the end. Uh, one of the things I find most frustrating in ministry is when people come and they get me to visit somebody who's on the verge of death. Again, not that I mind visiting somebody who's on the point of dying, but they want to kind of wait out, wait until like five minutes before they die before they get the priest. Again, it's good to have a priest there when somebody is dying. But it would be better to have the priest there before they're at the point of death. To have them there both times. I mean, it's not that you can get the priest only once and then you've lost your, your, your chance. So it's good to have the priest come before you're gravely sick 
before you're dying so that you can talk, so that you can confess, so that the priest can help you. Um, so this is this is very good. And the sacrament can form part of this ministry. And then also for people who are sick with other things, people who are sick with, um, who are going in for, for surgery, anybody who's undergoing uh, general anesthetic can definitely, um, can definitely uh, have this. Again, a serious operation. They can definitely have this sacrament beforehand and it's very good for them to have it. And also talks about the elderly who are frail, which isn't even sick. It's uh, infirm. This is called the sacrament of the infermorum in Latin. And infermorum is those who are not firm. The word firm means you stand steady. And those who are infirm are those who are not steady, who are no longer steady on their feet, who are, who are shaken, who are not uh, not strong. So it's, I would say in general, it's better to receive the sacrament if there is a doubt to receive the sacrament. If there is a doubt, if somebody is saying, maybe I'm not sick enough, whatever, speak with the priest and in general, I would say receive it. Receive the sacrament. If we're going to make a mistake, better to make a mistake and give it to somebody uh, who's not quite sick enough rather than deny it from somebody who is uh, who, who is sick enough. Again, I'm not saying I, I've been at these, uh, I remember as a young priest being to some of these healing masses where the altar servers were, uh, were, were anointed in the church and I was the only person in the church that wasn't anointed. And it's uh, nonsense to do this with the sacrament. But the sacrament is there for those who are sick. And yes, you can organise a celebration in the parish where you can bring the sick people there and the infirm there and the old there, those who need this, uh, who need this. And again, when I say old, it's not simply a matter of age. You can have somebody who's 80 who's in perfect health, then they shouldn't receive the sacrament. You can have somebody in their 50s who's in chronic bad health, and then maybe they should receive it. So again, and then next thing it says is that the sacrament is administered by the priests. This is a sacrament that priests can administer, um, St. James says it, also the, the Lord says it, sending out the apostles, that the priests can administer the sacrament and should administer it. And um, again, the oil is usually blessed by the bishop in the chrism mass, but unlike the chrism that the priest can't consecrate by himself, the, a priest can bless oil for the sacrament if he doesn't have the oil of the bishop, if it's run out or if he's in an emergency situation. And the church says better to have olive oil. Olive oil, but if not olive oil, if olive oil isn't available, any vegetable oil. So not the car oil, not not oil like that, but any vegetable oil, coconut oil or whatever, um, can, can be sunflower seed oil, whatever you want. But better to have the olive oil because this is what was in use in the Holy Land at the time of our Lord. But again, this is a beautiful sacrament. And that all of us are invited to to value it. Um, just at the end of this uh, episode, I just want to say one thing. Uh, I was sent for a review, a new edition of the Catechism of the Catholic Church that was produced by our Sunday visitor in Huntington, Indiana. And it's called Catechism of the Catholic Church with Theological Commentary by Archbishop Reno Fisichella. Fisichella is the bishop in charge of the new evangelization in Rome. He, Pope Benedict gave him that um, that appointment to be to help with the new evangelization, and he has 
edited this uh, edition of the Catechism. And um, I put up a review of it on the website that goes with this um, podcast, thefatherneal.com. It's under, I think it's under the third tab there, the ones that says Catechism Info or Catechism Intro or whatever. And that you can find it, the review that I did of it there. Now, I gave it a very bad review, uh, basically because although the book is very nice, it's a very attractive, well-printed book, it's editorial, the, editorially they made it very unclear as to what it what it was. So what it is, this book, it's a big yellow book. Um, the first half of it contains the Catechism, uh, the, just the Catechism of the Catholic Church, which is, again, lovely, it's fine, it's what we're reading here every day, uh, and that's 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 fine. Nothing wrong with it. It's um, you know a good addition, a good modern translation of the Catechism. On the um, the second half of the book, or actually it's more than half, you have a commentary. And just to say that this commentary is not magisterium, it is not the official teaching of the Church. It is not any in any way official. It's not an extension of the Catechism, and this is why I, I gave it such a bad review. As I say, the review is there for you. You can read it if you want. Um, but this, I, I, this, the problem with it is that it, it, this was very unclear. That for whatever reason, when they were translating it from the Italian, they didn't put in the first two articles. The first two articles are missing that explain the, the function of the book. But anyway, what you have in the second half of the book is that you have like a 10-page article on all the different sections of the Catechism. So you have a theologian, somebody who's not uh, a member of the, not not teaching in the officially for the church, but just a theologian. Again, they're all good theologians. They're all well, and they um, and they're explaining the different uh, the different parts of the catechism. And so you'll have an essay on um, on I believe in God. I believe in the Father. I believe in the Almighty, the Creator, heaven and earth, uh, man. And again, you have um, you have about thirty or forty of these um, essays at the end of it that are very nice. So the second half of the book, this is the only reason to buy it, is for the second half because the first half is identical to any other edition of the Catechism. But the second half has these um, these essays that will bring uh, the, a theological explanation, kind of like a bit like what I'm doing here in these podcasts, but just to say that this is available. As I say, it's a pity that they didn't explain better how the what the book is. Hopefully, they'll come out with with future editions of it that um, that can explain it better. But that this is a this is a, a this is a nice um, edition. If somebody wants to go a little bit deeper, without going too deep, it's uh, ten pages. Uh, most of them are written, all of them written by respectable theologians. So again, just to, just to keep it in mind, if you want a little bit of extra reading. This Catechism of the Catholic Church with Theological Commentary by Archbishop Brino Fisichella. It's available uh, on Amazon. You can buy it in the different, I suppose it'll be in the bookshops soon enough. It's already available on Amazon or from our Sunday Visitor directly. And uh, again, I just if you want to read a little bit more about it, there's my review that was published in the Furrow, the, um, one of the journals that is published here on the campus of Maynooth University. And it's uh, available on the fatherneal.com website. You can read the review there. Anyway, um, so tomorrow we'll continue. And tomorrow we'll look at 1517 through 1519. God bless.